Welcome back everyone. Today we're going to be going over 1 Peter 5 verses 6 to 9. We're going to be talking a little bit about the devil and his dynamic with the Father and with us and with how all those things interact and, and what to be aware of and stuff. Uh, let's dive in. Yeah, this is 1 Peter 5 verses 6 to 9. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. This is an interesting contrast, going from not being anxious or worried, but casting all of our cares on him, to being sober-minded and watchful because of the devil. Casting my cares on him doesn't mean living without care. Ridding my soul of anxiety doesn't imply that I live recklessly. This is a very real adversary out there, and Peter says he's like a hungry, li hungry lion hunting down his next meal. I think Christians often make the devil out to be God's adversary, as if they're in an endless struggle. But here, God is calling him our adversary. The snake was always set against mankind from the beginning. He never goes after God because he knows God is unreachable and undefeatable. He also knows that the most effective way to wound God and cause him great anguish is to harm his children. The more misery he inflicts on humankind, the more pain the Father endures. It's odd, isn't it? The great sufferings of God are to watch us suffer from sin as the devil eggs us on gleefully to our ruin. This whole book has focused on suffering, even discussing the subject of the devil being a large source of our suffering, our adversary prowling about seeking someone to devour. Yet ironically, does not God suffer most of all? Doesn't our suffering affect him more than it ever pains us? I love that we can resist the devil by standing firm in our faith, and it actually works. He's not quite so fierce in the face of our faith. My faith only stays steady. When I'm sober-minded and watchful, though, when I'm alert to his attacks and can resist them in faith. I've wrestled with feeling alone in this fight or alone in my sufferings before, and I'm perpetually needing to be reminded that every other true follower of Jesus is going to suffer the same attacks from the devil and suffer in general in this life. That is not unique to me, and I'm not alone in my struggle. I'm with a band of fellow believers who are also resisting the devil and standing firm in their faith. Loneliness, in this sense, is an illusion, and I think that's encouraging for all of us to remember that at the end of the day, we face the same adversary, and we also serve the same God who is on our side and willing to protect us and help us to fight him in our faith. I also think this delicate balance between the humility it takes to surrender our anxiety and cast our cares on him, and then this sober-mindedness and alertness is really interesting and fascinating, but it's also like one of the most helpful tools this book gives us because it's showing us the balance between surrendering things to God's hands, but also still being proactive and partnering with him in the spiritual battle, not just taking your hands off the wheel and saying, I'm going to let God drive, but having that trust in him while still making decisions and still remembering that there's a battle going on and an enemy that we're facing. It's this delicate balance that once we understand the pull and push of it can become a beautiful example of partnering with the Lord actively in our lives.